Blog Talk Radio. Good afternoon, good afternoon, good afternoon, or good evening, or good morning. It depends on what time of the day and what part of the world you're in. But we want to invite you and thank you for being to at our, to our club or our show in the artist's corner with Etienne. And I'm Etienne, your horsey, horsey horse. <laughs> My voice is not as clear as it should be, but that will take care of itself. I'm very excited today about a new program we bring into our services. I'm happy to know. By the way, before I go any further, ladies, 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 happy Valentine's Day for you. I have a notice on camaraderie on on Facebook. There's a comment I put out there and some pictures. So by all means, go right ahead and take a look at that. Now to get back to where we are. Today's happy Valentine's Day, but it's also the day where we have a new service coming to our program. A new program is bilingual and slash translation for authors. Authors, today's topic is why authors need translation to improve sales. Today we're going to talk about that in a proud and happy and excited and delighted can't stop <laughs> because we have a lady, it's Virginia Castro, who's going to be our translator, answer any questions or comments you might have. Before I call her on, let me tell you the number again. Our number is 515-605-9812. Again, 515-605-9812. Now let's go straight in and say hello to Virginia Castro. Virginia, good afternoon. Good morning. Good evening. Whatever time it is. <laughs> yes, of course. Hi, Etienne. It's a pleasure to be here at your show. Thanks for the invitation. Oh, we're happy. We're you're welcome. You're welcome. We're so happy and delighted that you can work with us and we can work with you. So well, I'm delighted to. Great, great. Tell us a little bit about your background, a little bit, because we're going to get into some more details later on. But uh, what's your oh, what's your background? Yes. Well, I'm an English into Spanish translator based in Cordoba, mm-hmm. Argentina. Hold okay. a bachelor degree in translation. And I work mainly in the editorial field, yeah? That is, of course, novels, essays, biographies, magazines, brochures, comics. I enjoy comics a lot. Well, all kind of text (laughs) projects by publishing houses. Yes. That would be. Yeah, my mom used to get after me about that. You have to study in your books. It's okay, Mom, but I I like to look at comic books. Superman was one of my best comic books. Okay. <laughs> yes. Of so course, well, you... I always been passionate about literature and English, and I finally mm-hmm. found a, a field where I can merge both. Okay. So, how did you happen to 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 become involved with translating? What made you? What stimulated it? Stimulated you to do that? Well, uh, as I told you, I always been passionate about English. And oh, I realized okay. that I wanted to continue developing that. 
I started okay. teaching, and then I, oh, cool. I decided for the field of on translation. Okay. Teaching in what level? For children in well, school or for adults in college? Well, all levels. I had children. That's, and, oh, okay. of, of course, teenagers. All that's... I, 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 didn't miss, I missed the last part. I didn't hear it. Teenagers did what? Teenagers and adults. All the oh, levels. Teenagers and adults. Okay, okay, but, good enough. And now right. I'm I'm devoting especially to, to translation. Translation and primarily for adults or for children too? Uh for for uh, both of them. I've translated okay, children books and yes. uh, translation of, of all genres, but I generally okay. enjoy mostly when I work with editorial fields. Good. Okay. Well, you said you went to college to learn more about translation. Tell us a little bit about what you know about translation, and then we could find out and, and pass on information to our audience about how the the industry works. So, go ahead. It's yeah. all yours. Well, um, at present, this field of translation editorial field, is enjoying a moment of prosperity. In oh. fact, according to the Open Mic, which is a blogging community for translators, in the United Kingdom between 2001 and 2016, translated mm-hmm. literary fiction has almost doubled in sales. Ooh. There's um, could you, research... Excuse me a minute, before we go any further. Could you just repeat that in Spanish, in Espanol, for any audience of course. who might be listening? Of course. Mm-hmm. Uh, yes. Um, entre los años 2001 y 2016, la traducción literaria se eh, se duplicó en cuanto a lo que es la, la ficción. Ha habido una duplicación en las ventas que incluso superaron a lo que fue el, el mercado local. ¿no? La literatura inglesa local se vio superada por la traducción. Well, the only word I know there was duplica. <laughs> So I'm glad you're here because I'm going to learn some Spanish along the way. And audience, you will, authors. You will learn uh, a lot of Spanish here. I will. Yes, yes, yes. I'm looking forward to it. And I just want to pass it on to our audience. Audience, authors, if you want to have a different market in addition to what you have, the English market, here's an opportunity for you to have a translator to put translations in your in your books. It doesn't have to be books for adults only. But the fun part would be the children. The children have the, yes. have a children's book, of and they see the language and they see the the the, 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 the color coloring books that look at the bright colors. They will respond to it a lot faster than adults. Okay, of you course, would and imagine giving your your child a, a book yes. translated into Spanish from an early yes. age. They'll learn a yes. lot easier. Yes. So you started to tell us about some research you you followed or you learned about? Yes, there's a research carried out by the Man Booker International Prize in 2016. Uh-huh. Uh, and according to this research, despite the fact that the market for general fiction was on a slight decline, I was telling before, okay. the market uh-huh. for translated fiction had risen. And this confirms that this trend can be observed not only in the UK, but throughout the world. Okay. Now let me ask you to do that again in Spanish so that in case anyone 
who knows on the fence Venice, they can hear from you that you know what you're talking about. So please. Of course. Yes. Mm -hmm. uh, bueno, este estudio que se llevó a cabo en el año 2016 confirmó que aunque la, la ficción que era local eh, en habla inglesa estaba bajando en las, en las ventas, la, tradu la ficción traducida había aumentado. Y esto confirma que esta tendencia se repetía no solamente en Inglaterra, sino en todo el mundo. Wow. I can just hear you now in an audio book. <laughs> English and Spanish. Wow. Interesting. Okay. You love it. <laughs> yes, I can imagine. I can imagine. Let me go back and give the number. Audience, if you want to call in a number, fine. Please, we're happy to, to hear you. 515-605-9812. Again, 515-605-9812. Not to get worried, if you're not here today, the program is recorded. Just come to our blogtalkradio.com slash in the author's corner with ATN, and you will be on the, the correct link to connect with, with the shows as they go into the archive. Okay, let's move on. Some authors have the deepest fear about translation. Could you explain that to yeah. them, please? Um, Virginia. Yes, of course. Um, well, they are reacting to these trends, of course. More and more authors are taking this important step of having their book translated. Mm -hmm. But uh -huh. there's a big fear, as you say, Etienne, because they fear that during the translation process, the original meanings yeah. they intended to convey are distorted or even lost, and, okay. and you end reading a, a different story. But as literary translators, Of course, our greatest ambition is to keep every single detail and nuance of the text. So readers of the translator will experience the same emotions that the original word would provoke on them. Okay. Before I ask a question, could you translate it, please? Yes. Uh, bueno, el, el miedo más grande de los autores es que en, en, durante este proceso de traducción, los, los significados originales que ellos trataron de, de plasmar en sus textos se pierdan y finalmente se termine leyendo una historia completamente diferente. La realidad es que nosotros como traductores literarios estamos capacitados como para poder eh, ver cada detalle, cada significado del texto, de manera que lo, los lectores puedan experimentar las mismas emociones que si lo hubieran estado leyendo en su idioma original. Oh my goodness, wow. <laughs> Please, audience, we have a new service. Listen to that. I could never do that yet. I will someday. You yeah, will. Someday. You will do it. Trust definitely, me. definitely, yes. Now, I have a quick question for you before we go on. English comes in different versions. There's American English, there's British English, and there's yeah. Australian English. Are you translating in those different languages? Yes, well, I, I have a, a general, uh, I have knowledge of each of these varieties, and I, I okay. adapt to the, to the market where the, where the book is going to be, to be sold, of course. Okay. Uh, so the same in Spanish. A... We have many Spanish. Okay, good. So when you have an author who hires you, then you and the author will be communicating back and forth so that you know precisely whether they speak or want their, their book to be written in British language 
or the Australian language or the American language in English. Of course. The, the same happens with, yeah. with Spanish. We have Latin American Spanish. We have Spanish from Spain. Yes. So you yes. have to adapt. Listen, i got to tell you, Joe, that happened to me. I learned, I didn't realize that Spanish is different languages. Several years ago when I was teaching in the school, a junior high school, and there were some teachers, some students in there, not, a, not junior, but um, what? Oh, what's the name of it now? Forget it. When students, GED, GED classes, teenagers and adults who did not speak English as their first language was in that class. And I had a student, a young lady who had a baby, and besides having a baby, she decided she wanted to get her degree. So I thought I was speaking Spanish to her, and I said, oh, uh, hola, chica, 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 and I said, uh, mama, cita, or something like that, I said. And the guys in the class looked at me with their eyes wide open, and everybody went silent. No one would say anything to me. I said, what happened? What happened? No one would answer. <laughs> so I had to go to the teachers and said, to them, what did I say? They said, don't say chica, was it chica? No, not chica, mama, cita. Mama, cita, has a... Younger. Kind of bad connotation, yes. It's not the same as yes. mama. Oh, I had to drop that real fast. Yes, yes, yes. So you see, <laughs> yeah, we have to be very careful, of very course. Important. Yes, 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 yes. In our English, American English, that what we would call the um, construction workers who sit on the street and the whistle as the ladies go by. So no, 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 we don't need to do that. Okay. Yes. So... Tell us about how, how translators are trained. What do they have to perceive and work on? And tell us about it, please. Well, of course, it's it's a very complete training. It's not knowing that knowing a language or knowing English or Spanish in this case enables to do a translator. That's a to mm -hmm. do a translation. Sorry, there's a wrong belief <laughs> that anybody can do it. Uh, yeah. We are trained to perceive semantic load of the words. We we have to know the context, as you know, as you have explained yeah. here in Spanish with the thing with mama, mama, sida. So yeah. same happens in <laughs> every language. And yes, we, we yes. are translators. We, we have to be very sensible about that. Yes, exactly. We have a, a golden rule that each word is for a context for a certain context and not two words have the same meaning of course yes of course yes okay could you say that for our spanish speaking audience please yes uh, well como traductores tenemos una una capacitación un entrenamiento bastante complejo tiene que ser eh, muy integral no solamente se trata de conocer los dos idiomas que muchas veces se piensa que sabiendo inglés o sabiendo español uno ya puede hacer un, una traducción, puede actuar con un diccionario de por medio, ya eh, traducir, no es así. Hay que conocer contextos, usos, cargas semánticas de una palabra, no es lo mismo decir mamá que mamacita, piedra que roca, cada palabra para cada contexto. That's it. Tenemos que tener mucho, mucho cuidado con eso. Mucho cuidado, yeah. Very much cuidado, careful, right? 
very careful with that. Of course, uh, yeah, it's, a, careful, it's a career, yeah. it's a profession, so it's yes. not an easy yes. task that anybody can do it. Yeah. Yes. Oh my goodness. Yeah, interesting. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, Once of course, you, uh, trans- translation is a powerful tool, so it creates connections that otherwise wouldn't be possible. Okay. Um, so once the appropriate vocabulary is chosen, what happens then? Well, then we first, we of course, we choose the vocabulary. Then we have to phrase the content in a way that would sound natural because it's not only translated word by word, you have to, to use the structures that are um, common in, a, in the language you are translated into, of course. So you have to, to know the way that, that uh, locals uh, write or yes. speak, and then the content, the, the author ideas are ready to, to travel to, to distant cultures. Okay. Now, Spanish is very similar to Italiano and uh, yes, maybe well, a little bit of Portuguese romantic. too, right? Yeah. Of course, Spanish, Italian, Portuguese, they are all from the same family. Okay. So would you be able to do service, the translation services in those languages too? Well, yes. In Italian, I don't know a lot, but I, I can understand okay. Portuguese. I have studied one year of Portuguese, I can understand it, of course, not not okay. as as English, but I I can understand okay. it. Okay, okay. So that's something you just have to work out with your client if they prefer to have it uh, in uh, in addition to Spanish, they might want to have it in Portuguese, and maybe that uh, that's one way you can get additional. But let me go ahead and ask a question that uh, we have today. It, Topic of today's show is why authors need translation to improve sales. In español, por favor, y hable in English. I don't know what I'm saying right now, but please explain that to our audience. Uh, why authors need translations today to improve their sales. Hello, did I lose you? Are you there? Virginia, you all lit up? Oh, my goodness. Hello, Virginia. Oh, we have a drop line. Our line drops. Okay. Folks, just bear with us a while, please. These technical things happen from time to time. She's calling in from Argentina, so she'll call in again. And in the meanwhile, let's just have some back of music. Let's go.
I don't know what happened. I, I, I know. Talking the, alone. the phone dropped out. It, it happens from time to time, and we have the control over that right now. We will work on that and get it all worked out. Okay, well, let's go back, back to where we were. No, no, no. Yes, where <laughs> okay. were we? You know me. <laughs> I have those issues right here in the islands. We have that from time to time. Power goes out. Oh, yeah. So where were we? We were talking about, um, just a bit, I, I lost where we were. Talking about the possibilities that translation offers. Also oh, yeah, that different tool, languages. Yes. Translating uh, to different languages gives gives access to, to different cultures, you know? Okay. Uh, imagine yes. making an impact on someone who lives overseas. That's true. So in other words, then why authors need translation because translation will help them get another market. They have their of, book. Of course. Expensive. Imagine someone who wrote a story without realizing that it would reach such a broad audience. It must be a great yes. feeling, isn't it? Yes. Yes. And it goes for children's books, too. I mean, children were the, the best and the faster learner than, than, than any other students because they are playing, and when they're playing, they're having fun, and when they're having fun, they're learning. So, yes, of children's, course, yes, yes, yes. Uh, translation for children's books it's a fantastic way of helping them to learn a new language. Yes, okay, now great. children let, learn much faster than adults. Okay, what I think I would do is, audience, we'd love to have you call in your questions and your comments. Again, the number is 515 Zero five nine eight one two. But in addition to that, let me give you our email. We would encourage you to call us on our email. Not call us, but <laughs> email us <laughs> with what questions you might have in English, or even if you have it in Spanish. I'll pass it on. Of to course, of course. You our, can send our, your questions. Our, yes, right here, Virginia. Yes, she can translate it right then and there. Okay. Of course, I'd be Here's glad my, to help. Okay, great. Here's my email address, audience. <clears throat> it's email me761 at gmail. I'll repeat that. Email me761 at gmail.com. Could you translate that, please, Virginia? Yes. Uh, your email? Or? The, the, the email. Email me. Let's do a little yes. bit at a time. I do it in English and you do the portion and portion in, in English and Spanish, okay? Of course. Hey, let your audience know that you're going to tell them about my email. Yes. It, it was email me. Go ahead. Yeah, tell them that you're going to, we're going to give them the email, the email address. Yes. Shall I give it my email address now? You also mine either one. Either one. It doesn't matter. Yes. Yes. My email is virginiagastrotraducciones at gmail.com. Do you want me to repeat yours? Please. Okay. That'd be fine. Yes. So, uh, how was it? Is email? Email me. Email me? Yeah, email me, 7261, 
7261.gmail.com. Email me 7261.gmail.com. Punta com. I know that word. <laughs> Punta com. I learned that word. Yes. Oh, great. <laughs> this is working on great. Now, we will continue going on to this, but I have a quick question to ask you about what does the future look like for us doing this service? Um, two weeks from now, we'll meet again. Is that correct? Yes. Okay. And anything in particular you have in mind you want to share with the audience? Yes. Uh, well, we were talking about the the benefits for the authors. Yes. We can talk also about the, the benefits for the culture that receives the translated book, right? Because oh, the culture okay. has also many good reasons to embrace a translation and make it part of its literary system, you know? Mm-hmm. For example, translation revitalizes the language, has the potential of introducing new terms, new phrases. It gives new life to their system, making it more diverse. Mm-hmm. Wow. Also, local yeah. authors are encouraged to experiment with new ideas, with new ways of organizing their productions. You know that nowadays we find genres we have become very trendy, like dystopian fictions, paranormal romance. Yes. Wow. Okay. So these genres are, are becoming very popular, you know, the Hunger Games, the Divergent series, that's all because of translation. For example, oh, okay. in my country, we didn't know those those genres before. Oh, now you do. Now you yes, do. yes. They are very trendy, wow. very popular, especially among teenagers. Yeah. So go ahead and um, invite audience with what you just said, please. Yes. Eh, bueno, comentábamos lo, los beneficios que tiene la traducción para los autores. Y también es importante destacar los beneficios para la cultura que recibe la traducción, que también tiene muchas razones para, para adoptarla, para incorporarla en su sistema. Por ejemplo, la traducción le da vida a, a la lengua, a la literatura, la hace más diversa, eh, tiene, tiene el potencial de, de introducir términos nuevos, frases, maneras de organizar el texto, eh, las producciones, eh, es muy común ahora eh, la que se expandan géneros literarios que antes no se conocían, como ser la, la distopía, el romance paranormal, en el caso de, de las series de los Juegos del Hambre, Divergente, esto es gracias a la traducción, estos géneros han ganado mucha popularidad. Wow, that's a mouthful, <laughs> that's a mouthful. Another quick question for you. When you have a client who wants to have you translate something for them, What would they need to have? Send you a, the, the um, manuscript? Or would they, I mean, a prepared manuscript? Or would they just give you a rough draft? Yes, I generally work with the, with the final version. I read it. And I have to know, of course, where it, it, uh, it would be sold or what idea the author has in mind okay. to, to adapt it to that culture, as we were talking about. It's not the same yes. Spanish from Spain, Spanish for Latin America. Okay, good. All right. A question I have for you now is this. 
Translation is a powerful tool. It's been said time and time. But what makes it a powerful tool? Why is it a powerful tool? Well, uh, as I was saying, uh, it has many advantages. And uh, one of them is that the the sales of the translated version can affect Mm -hmm. the sales of the original, besides all this about creating a a new audience and all that. But in in the local culture in the original language it can affect because the fact that the titles are available in more than one language works as a popular indicator and mm. it, it is, it's proven that it can influence buyers to choose your book over others you, you know it, yes. it's a potential buyer tend to think if this book has been read by so many people around the world why would I miss it yes interesting okay yes in español, in español, por favor. Of course, por supuesto. <laughs> eh, well, como comentábamos, eh, otra ventaja de, de los libros es que las ventas de, de la traducción, de la, de la versión traducida, en, en final, al final afectan las ventas de la, del original. Es decir, cuando vemos los libros en la librería que tienen el, el, la solapita, la, la, la información debajo que dice que la, el libro está disponible en cinco idiomas, por ejemplo, esto le da más popularidad al libro. ¿sí? Decimos, bueno, este libro lo leyeron tantos países, ¿por qué yo me lo voy a perder? When you speak, you speak so rapidly, I can't catch up with you. <laughs> But that's because I don't know the language fully. I know a few words here and there. Just enough to get me in trouble, like I did at school. <laughs> you will okay. learn. You will learn. <laughs> Yes, definitely. I'm I'm excited. I'm so happy that you agreed to participate with us. Great. So readers from all over the world will know your name and will gain access to what you say and how you do it. So of course. That's one of the benefits that would be offered to, uh, to authors, would it not? Yes, of course. The consequences are, are far-reaching. You enlarge your audience, you make an impact on, on someone's life, yes. and they all get to know your name. I yes. think that's, that's amazing. So when we're talking about authors, we're talking about novels, we're talking about business management, we're talking about parenting, we're talking about novels. No, what's the difference between a novel and novella? It, of course. It... Yes, we don't right. have to restrict. To novels, see, uh, we we can talk about the different genres. Of course, business books. Uh, it, it applies to. Uh, perhaps we yeah. we tend to think only of novels, but I was saying, uh, translating literature it involves all genres. Okay. In español, por favor. Sí, eh, bueno, es decir, la, la traducción editorial, lo que se llama todo el tipo de, de texto que sale de una editorial, engloba todo, ¿sí? No solamente pensar en literatura, sino también en libros de, de negocios, en libros de autoayuda, todo lo que lo, lo que pueda servir, ¿sí? Lo que se pueda difundir a otras culturas, se, se hace en lo que es traducción editorial. Overview of Spanish-speaking audiences around the world. Obviously, Puerto Rico right next door to us. 
Cuba next door. And then in South America, you have um, Argentina. And what other countries around the world would the uh, Spanish language be needed? Sorry, I, I couldn't listen to the question. Okay. What countries around the world would there be the need for Spanish language? Well, I think in in many countries, Spanish is, is gaining a lot of, of speakers around the world. You know, it's one of the most spoken languages around the world. Well, that's what I'm asking you. Which, which countries can we expect Spanish to be to? I know Mexico and Spain speak Spanish, but it's not the same Spanish. No, of Is course it? it's not the same Spanish. Um, we have uh, regions, of course, in Latin America, and then in, tenemos en España, tenemos en, en distintas partes, en Portugal, se habla un poco de español, obviamente por influencia de la cercanía. Eh, tenemos diferentes hablantes en, ahí en África, tengo entendido. That's it. Yes, of course. And okay. also many people who, who don't speak language who don't speak Spanish as their as their primary but they they speak yeah. both. Okay. Well, yes, Spanish is been... spoken many in Spain, Portugal and around America, South America, yeah. whole many islands on yeah. on the Atlantic. And in the Caribbean. <laughs> In the Caribbean, you know, yeah, you yeah. especially know about that. Yes, exactly, exactly. Well, this is off to a good start. Uh, it's a good feeling for an author to be able to have their work in two languages, Spanish and English. And yes, of course. I, I think there's a lot to gain, and the investment, yeah. the risk are not as high. Because it's uh, always a professional who who will be ready, who will be willing to help you, and it's a yes. good it's a good option that I think every author should consider at some point of their career. Okay, now let me ask you this: When the book is translated, it's already out in the book form, so that that means then the book will be published completely in Spanish. Is that correct? Yes. So two books, one in English and one in Spanish. But maybe for a yes. child's book, you might be able to have a book with English on one side and Spanish on the other side. Does it work for children too, like that? Yeah, of course. I said before, children are, are generally more prepared to that than, than adults. They, they yeah, accept asking, that more naturally. Yeah, but I'm asking for how the publication looks. Is the Spanish going to be on one side of the book and English on the other side for children? Or for adults, would they have, could they do it that way, have one side on Spanish of the of the book in mm -hmm. Spanish, the other side in English and the other side? Yes, it's an option and you can have two separate books. Generally, I think it's better to have two separate books because okay. cultures are different, not only languages. Okay. So 
Okay. Generally, the cover is also different. Okay. Okay. Um, explain, please, in Espanol. Yes. Um, bueno, en realidad, no, no solo la diferencia está en, en las lenguas, no es solo traducir, sino que al ser diferentes culturas, se adapta también lo que es la tapa, eh, la cubierta, es decir, el título, muchas veces ni siquiera es el mismo título, ¿sí? porque tenemos que también estar atentos a que el contenido sea apropiado y no sea ofensivo. You know, it, it doesn't have to, we have to, to be ready to know that, mm -hmm. that the content that we translate, it's appropriate for a culture, yeah. because not cultures yeah. are alike. Perhaps it's offensive. Yeah. What, what's normal exactly. for one culture is offensive for others. So, so it's not only translated, yeah. but also localizing, adapting. Yeah. Well, 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 here we are. Anything else that you want to add or any questions you want to put out for our audience? Oh, well, I would like to to hear the calls of, from the other audience. If they want to talk, okay. we are we will be ready to answer any questions they may have. Yes. yes, this is our first episode in the audience. We are happy that Virginia could be here with us, and she'll be here. When would it be? Every other every other Saturday. I do. You know, I I would like to hear about the audience to know if they if there's another fear that they have uh, for uh, on translator books I, I could think that they might fear as I told you before that their meanings are distorted that their meaning change but I would like to know uh, which is uh, which fear they may have for for trying this what what's stopping them from translating I would like to know that yeah Okay. Well, the best way we know that is for them to call in and talk with you directly. And bring up yes, questions. of course. You could be yeah. great. Yeah. So today is the 14th of uh, February. When would we meet again? You want well, to go the two 21st weeks. or the right. two weeks? Okay, that'd be the 28th, yeah. The, the 28th. 28th. Of, uh, yes. Okay, great. Great. We'll do that on the 28th. Folks, we'll have that prepared. We'll have a continuation as what we have done today. We'll have you. Oh, I have outside noise. Of course. <laughs> yeah. This is just the generals. We we have we we would like to know about their their fears, their doubts. So perhaps yes. if, if they they get in contact, we can share or we can answer that questions in, in future programs. We can develop that. Here's a suggestion for our audience, for you to pass on. Let's make up a list of questions that they would like us to answer for them. In that way, they may not be willing to talk in public about it, but if we have it written down, we can use it as the content of next session. That makes sense? Of course. If you want, I can translate that for our Spanish-speaking audience. Yes, definitely, in English and in Spanish. Your work is double. Yes. <laughs> Your well, work double, is double. Double work, <laughs> double audience. I'm glad. <laughs> okay, great. I'm glad. I'm so glad that Virginia has agreed to come with us because this is a service that works fantastically. And we were almost going by without having it. I don't have my book in Spanish, 
but I'm thinking about calling in Virginia to have her translate the book in Spanish. Who knows? <laughs> well, wow. I'm glad to hear that. Yes, yes, yes. And, of course, I will be, I don't want to let too much out of the bag right now, but I'll be having my e-books. And e-books oh, will be for adults, children, teenagers, you name it. And uh, I'll be calling on the junior to assist with those things, too. So there's all kinds of opportunities coming up, folks. Great. Well, I'm so excited with this uh, with this Good. thing that I was telling about the benefits of translation, that, in fact, I, I'm yes. also translating one short story I wrote for children into Spanish. I'm translating into English okay. because I, I firmly believe about these benefits. Yes. So the, the books that we're talking about now could be the paperback books, could be uh, hard copy books, or it could be e-books. <clears throat> of course, e-books are, are very popular now. They're, they they can be read where you are, so it's it's a, it's becoming a good a good option. Good, good, good. Oof. Well, Virginia, I don't know what else to say at this point. You've done a wonderful job. Of Speaking two languages for our audience, mm -hmm. I'm laughing because, oh my goodness, I feel bad that I have you doing all this work, but that's the way it goes. That's the way it goes. And I thank you, I thank you, I thank you for what you're doing. And no, you're of course, thank you for for inviting me of being for being part of your show. As I said sure. before, I'm really glad of of Great. sharing of can share with the, with our audience, our bilingual audience. Or the, yes. this experience. Bilingual audience. There you go. You know what I have to do? I have to say, uh, in the in the office corner in Espanol. <laughs> Maybe yes. that's what we should do. Maybe that's of what course. we should do. Yeah. We have oh, in we'll the author corner, it. and yeah. uh, El Rincón del Autor would be your name in Spanish. Oh, okay. Well, we'll work on that. I will see what we come up with, okay? I'm wide open for whatever would work, whatever would interest interested, whatever would interest in, can't even get it out tonight. My voice is <clears throat> going, whatever would interested the audience, and then they go from there. Wow. Well, Virginia, thank you, thank you, thank you. I can't thank you enough for opening doors for other authors. And as we go along, that's what the whole purpose of In the Author's Corner to help corners, to help corners, <laughs> to help <laughs> authors become effective authors, but more importantly, for them to become productive and best sales people or have better and improved sales using translation. Of course, well, thank of you course. Very I'd much. be glad to help. If you, mm -hmm. if you want to, to contact me to ask, questions and you may have or, or doubts, I'll be ready to answer, of course. My email, I, I repeat, is virginiacastrotraducciones at gmail.com or my and website my... you can access, yeah. linguisticbritis.weblib.com Good, I'm glad you said that. Could you repeat it, please, because people may not catch it right away. Both of, of them, course. your email and your website. Of course, sure. Uh, my email, virginiacastrotraducciones.com, virginiacastrotraducciones, 
at gmail.com would be. And my website, if you want to access, is linguisticbridges.webly.com. Good. Okay, and mine is a, mine is a email me seven two six one at gmail dot com. Yes, of course. I repeat it in Spanish. E that that is e email me email me. Uh, can you repeat the number? I always forget. Yes. Sorry. Seven two six one. Seven two six. I have problem remembering yeah. numbers. You know, I can remember <laughs> words perfectly. But I'm not a number girl. <laughs> Yeah. So uh, it's email me siete dos seis uno arroba gmail punto com. Okay, punto com. I know we're getting it to that to the end. Okay, very good. Virginia, we will meet in two weeks on the air. In between now and then, we'll come up with the content for next time. Audience, we welcome you anyway, anytime. We'll do it on Sundays, second week of the month. Well, every second week we'll have a session. So keep our number in mind. The numbers are only active while we are on the air. But if you want to reach me, send me an email and tell me what your interests are, whatever questions you might have. We'll pass it on to Virginia. And if you have anything else that I could pass on to you, let me know. So with that, Virginia, we're going to wrap things up. Any any last words, last comments? Of course. Well, I it, it was amazing. Thanks, Etienne, for, for inviting me. And I will be here in two weeks developing more yes. about um, this topic. Uh, as I Good. told you before, we'll be glad to receive questions, your fears, and we will be developing that in, in future sessions, right? Good. Very good, yes, exactly. Exactamente. Mi amor. Exactamente. Oh, you, more. You, can, <laughs> you can also find me on social media, on Facebook, on yes. Instagram, as Linguistic yes. British. Good. Good. I don't want to get myself in trouble trying to speak Spanish and I don't know the word <laughs> like <laughs> I did before. <laughs> so you're, you're pointing worry. me in the right direction, okay? <laughs> By all means, please. No. All no, right. no, no, no. This has been a fun show, but educational at the same time. So, folks, keep that in mind. Our number is area code. <clears throat> goes my throat again. Area code five one five six zero five nine eight one two. That's our studio number. Only active when we're on the air. But nevertheless, keep a note of that because next time you listen to our show in the recorded version. And you want to listen to us in the live version, you know the number. Write that number down, 515-605-9812. Write it down somewhere and keep it somewhere on your refrigerator, in your mirror, in your bedroom, wherever you want to keep it so that you will know when to call in when we're on the air two weeks from now and every two weeks on a Sunday at 5 o'clock. Five o'clock Atlantic Standard Time. We'll meet in, which is, in remember on February twenty eighth, maybe. Yes, February twenty eighth, yes. And the uh, time difference at the bottom of our description page of the website on Blog Talk Radio slash 
in the in the author's corner with ATM, you will see our shows as they are available. And at the bottom of each show that we describe, there's a timeless time list of the time zones for each time zone of each person. And there's a list for international authors. That information is there. We try to accommodate our listeners as best we can. We don't have each person's number, but there's a system, it's a website called Time and Date that will show you what, how to translate your time zone as well as translating your English, your Spanish, where you can translate your time zone by getting to us on the time when we're on the air on Sunday. So with that, I'm going to say thank you, thank you, thank you, and we go close for the day and for the night and see you in two weeks from now. Adios. See you in two weeks. More. Great. Yes. Th- Etienne, and two thanks to our audience now. for being there. You. Thank you very much. So long, everyone. Take care. See you in two weeks. Bye-bye. Okay, we'll see you in two weeks. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.